Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the show. Do you feel like you can't catch a break? Does it feel like anxiety just hijacks you much of the time? We spend hundreds of billions on anxiety, and it continues to become an increasing problem with our society. But what does God say about anxiety? Can we live free of it? I mean, really live free of it? Come and join me in this powerful and practical episode about anxiety. I promise you that you will leave empowered, changed, and encouraged for your future. Last week's episode was called, Did Peter Pan Fly? It was about us believing that we are a fraud because we aren't actually flying, we're on a cable. Go back and check out this powerful episode about identity and how God calls us to operate from our ideal identity and not unwanted ones. Thank you so much for your support by rating the show and sharing it with your friends. I have been receiving feedback and it means a lot to me. I really appreciate it. Um, Please keep that coming. It's very helpful to know what you are wanting and what is useful. So let's pray. Spirit, we welcome you into this show. Be with the listeners where they are at. Meet them. I pray for the peace that surpasses all understanding to come. Allow new revelation and wisdom to come upon the listeners as they listen today. Guide them to hear the truth about how you want them to live without anxiety. Guide my mouth as I speak today. Thank you for this opportunity, Lord. In the mighty name Jesus. Amen. I really have noticed a lot of anxiety in people, especially this last couple years with COVID. I've even noticed it in myself. It is all around us. And I honestly don't think that people even realize that they struggle with anxiety. The ones that do know that they struggle with anxiety think that it's normal and almost live with it like it's their pet. Come here, little anxiety. Oh, aren't you cute? Come here. And I don't say this to be offensive. I'm legitly meaning this. If it's you, I pray for your eyes to be open to this, not to be offended by me, but to say, I don't want to do that anymore. I think that if someone has, let's say, a perfect home, perfect kids, everything seems to be going really well in their home, they don't actually realize that anxiety is actually what's keeping it going. That if they're perfect, if it looks perfect, why would I want to mess it up by bringing up anxiety and focusing on that anxiety is doing something here? Here's why. If anxiety is there and it's hidden in secret, it is going to come out somehow, some way, almost like a bomb waiting to be dropped. So at some point, something will come out. It could be a struggling child. It could be an issue with your marriage your business, your workplace. It could be a physical issue or pain. 
I don't want to prophesy pain or prophesy anxiety, but what I do want to do is I want to paint a picture of what life can look like without anxiety. We need to be able to know if it's there in the first place. So how do we do this? How do we live anxiety-free the way that the Bible says? Well, Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We will be doing this in this episode. I will show you how you can do this, how you can present your request to God, and how New Age tells us to empty our mind. And what happens when we pray to God is that he takes our worries and he fills us. So we don't become empty, even though that's kind of what it feels like it. The peace that surpasses all understanding comes in us, guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. When I first started to dive into my faith more deeply a few years ago, the biggest surprise to me was the power of rest. And the most important position that I can have is being a little girl sitting at my father's feet. Whoa, I thought. I was so far from this. I had no idea how to get there. And I even kind of had some judgments about it. Like, that just seems kind of weird. Is that really real? You know, but I watched other people and I saw real, true peace. I saw joy that was so real that they were authentic. They were truly being themselves. And I heard enough sermons and testimonies that I trusted that God was doing something. Jesus was in this. Jesus was this way. Jesus didn't freak out. He wasn't stressed out trying to teach his disciples. Side note here, when I say dive into my faith, I'd suggest listening to my very first episode, Does Jesus Care About Mental Health? where I share a little bit more about my story and truly surrendering to God and moving away from religion and into the intimacy with Jesus, which is what the Bible brings us to. So when God showed me to do this episode about anxiety, I actually had some anxiety myself about people getting offended. Then I went to church on Sunday and guess what the topic was? Anxiety. And I listened to a message from my ministry school at BSSM and guess what the topic was? It was humility and anxiety from 1 Peter 5, 5 through 10, which is what I'll share with today. And then I also had a conversation with my sister, my sister-in-law about pride being the opposite of humility and all within a couple of days, these things were happening. And this is in 1 Peter 5, 5 through 10. I know that God's in it and he wants me to talk about this today. I want to give you a quick definition of anxiety, which I got from the American Psychological Association. It is an emotion characterized by feelings of tension, worried thoughts, and physical changes like increased blood pressure. People with anxiety disorders usually have reoccurring intrusive thoughts or concerns. They may even avoid certain situations out of worry. They may have had physical symptoms such as sweating, trembling, dizziness, and rapid heartbeat. You may not have an actual anxiety disorder that was diagnosed but we all experience some of these symptoms here and there. It's going to happen and it's okay. But what we don't want is to set up camp in this place and live there. Remember I said earlier that I was worried about people getting offended if I do this episode? Well, why would I worry about that? What I was thinking about is that people will get offended if I say, I believe we can live free from anxiety. I truly believe that we can live free of it because the Bible says so. 
let yourself think about that possibility. I want you to think about maybe I could live without anxiety. Just think about it for a moment. Let yourself kind of meditate and focus on that. A life without anxiety. Or you can live without it hurting you or limiting you. What I think happens is that many of us don't realize that we even have anxiety in the first place. And we even protect it because of what the anxiety does. What do I mean by that? I want you to look at the benefits anxiety brings you. What purpose does it serve you? Be really honest here. I don't want you to jump to, well, that's silly. Why would she say that? I don't want anxiety. Well, then why would it have a stronghold on your life? If there's a root and a reason why it's there and you don't dig it out, it will keep being there. Here are a couple benefits of anxiety. One, it provides much needed motivation. Without it, you become complacent and depressed. Two, it makes your family move and gets things done. Otherwise, the house is a mess, the kids don't listen, and you're late for everything. Anxiety helps you be on time. Three, you are more efficient and organized because of anxiety. You feel on top of everything. Four, you feel more in control. Can you think of any more? Can you understand a little more of why I asked, what's the benefit of anxiety? Do you want to keep living this way? Or do you want to truly want to be free from anxiety? Do you trust God? If we trust God, we know that what he says is that we can be free from worry, free from anxiety. Matthew 6:34 says, Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So to get through the mountain or the hill of our struggle of anxiety, it may not actually be a smooth transition. I don't want to paint a beautiful, pretty picture for you. Because if you like the feeling of being in control, it will take some time to learn how to allow God to be in control instead. You have to first give up your control to God. First identify that you want to give it up. Say, yes, I want to. And then you give God permission to be in control. Yes, I give you permission, God. Okay. Let's first surrender and ask, Holy Spirit, we surrender to you. We give you our life. We surrender our soul to you and ask for your grace to give up the sense of control that anxiety was giving us. We repent for partnering with the enemy and trying to be God instead of surrender. But we don't know how to truly surrender. Teach us, Lord. We are your little kids. Teach us how to let go of control and to trust you. We open ourselves up to what you have to say. And we say, keep reminding us to lean on you instead of ourselves. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. So now you've opened up the pathway to what God says. You now have access to the freedom and peace that Jesus intends for you. It is who you are. I mentioned earlier 1 Peter 5, 5 through 10. As I read this, I ask Holy Spirit to breathe life into the words. I pray that they will bring healing to the listeners as they hear these words. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility towards one another. For God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be sober-minded, be watchful. 
your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. We can live in the presence and the awareness of what God says so that we know what to do when anxiety tries to take over. We can actually live without anxiety being in control and allowing God to be in control. See, what happens is when we're saved, our old man dies and we're made new. We're born again. We are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, so we're aligned with him. However, because we used to live the way we did, we're used to living how we lived. So we have to renew our mind so we can walk in the truth of what God says. So that means reading the word of God, aligning our life with godly choices, being around encouraging people, and doing things that God destines for us to do, like being a parent, a spouse, friend, hobbies, loving on others, loving your work, whatever it may be. Then when life happens, and our way of dealing with stuff can sometimes go back to that old man a bit, your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. But that's not who we are. The more we recognize this and we get back into the alignment of the truth, the more free we will be. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kind of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. It's like we're breaking down the strongholds the enemy put up. Here's the encouraging part. You have control. It, the verse says, resist him. Sometimes when we have anxiety, we feel out of control, but we're not. We have the power. We have control to bring the peace that surpasses all understanding because Christ now dwells within us. When I say control, I mean we have control to give up our control to God. We surrender to him. Part of what we struggle with and why anxiety is so prevalent is that we want things in our time when we want it. It's too difficult for us to not know, is our kid going to get into that certain school? Will we get that promotion? Are you waiting to hear back from a friend that you apologize to and you can't stand waiting? We can be in peace in the waiting. How do we do this? Well, we need to pray. We have boundaries with things that are not ours. We declare heaven instead of what anxiety is trying to bring. And we stay on it. How does this work practically? All right, so let's say that you're anxious because you need to leave at a certain time and your child is playing, very into their activity, not wanting to leave. Or you have a work function and that's new, you have to present. Or you have a family function and the last time that you went, you and a sibling didn't get along. Or you and your spouse haven't been communicating the greatest and now you're going to be home and you have to deal with them. Anxiety says your kid's going to have a tantrum. You're going to be late and you're going to have to deal with an unhappy child at the same time. Anxiety says you will be awkward at your work function and no one will talk to you and no one will like your presentation. Anxiety says you will not get along with your sibling. Anxiety says you and your spouse will get in a fight. Anxiety might say you have control over your children and over your spouse. And if you don't have control, everything will not go well. Your heart rate then increases. You are sweaty, you're hot, your breathing increases. 
These are the body sensations that will show up. Usually we say, I am feeling anxious. Anxiety are these icky feelings that we actually feel in our body. There's these sensations that we have. I'm trying to break this down for you. Anxiety says that you should have that drink to calm your body down. Anxiety tells you to scream at your children because they'll listen and you will feel better when you scream at them. Anxiety says to isolate and don't tell anything to anyone. What does anxiety say to you? As you're listening to me, I want you to identify that. So now let's pray. Let's flip it. We've already repented earlier in the episode. When you do this on your own, I want you to start with repentance. Just say, God, I repent. I'm sorry for partnering with anxiety. That aligns us with heaven. And so now I'm going to pray. As I pray, I want you to listen to what works for you and what you think you can do. Again, this is not the right or wrong way. I'm just using this as an example. So Holy Spirit, come. Help us to hear you and not the anxiety. We give you all of our worries right now. We give you our child that we're worried about. We give you the appointment that we have to go. We give you the work function. We give you our family. We give you our sibling. We give you our marriage. We give you ourself. Right now, Jesus, take everything. And now I want you to picture everything that you are dealing with right now going to the foot of the cross, the foot of Jesus, whatever is helpful for you to picture, just seeing it leaving, seeing it going. Anything I didn't mention, leave it right there. If you need to pause the podcast right now so you can take some time, go ahead and do that. And as it leaves, just say, thank you, Holy Spirit, for being my mighty counselor. Thank you for your presence. We thank you for your peace. Now take a deep breath. let it all out. There is no right or wrong way to pray. This is again just an example. We're starting by asking the Holy Spirit in and then we give God all of your worries. Like I said earlier, in the new age, they'll say empty yourself. We're not doing that here because you are in relationship with God. It might feel like you're emptying yourself, but in reality, you are actually being filled with God. It's less of you and more of him. Can you feel that? How it's less of you and more of him? If not, I want you to take more time, pause the podcast, get rid of more of your worries. You still have some left. Lay them all down. Now we can make a request. We can ask God for what we need. This is the ask part of praying. So God, please allow my child to listen when I ask them to leave. I pray they gladly put their toy away and we can get to our appointment on time. I ask that the listener's work function goes amazing and that you are there with them. I ask that you help us give an amazing presentation. Anoint our mouths and guide what we say. I pray that you protect our hearts from any hurt within our family. Guide our sibling to be loving to us and help us to be loving to our sibling. We pray, Lord, for our spouse to be with the Lord and be with us as we step into this evening or this afternoon or wherever it is. Help us to get along and communicate the way that you intend for us to do with our spouse. God, help us let go of control with our children and our spouse. Help us to have you be in control. God, 
help us not to drink that drink, or whatever that addiction is that we go to. Help us not to yell. Help us not to isolate. Now, we've made the request, we've asked. Now, go do the things that you need to do. Go talk to your child, go to your work function, go to your family function, love your sibling, love on your spouse, have a great night, be at peace with God. If anything happens that you were previously anticipating because of the anxiety, you will be more at peace to deal with it. For example, if your child has a tantrum, you will be more patient. If something happens at the work function, you will be more equipped to handle it. If your spouse starts a fight with you, you will be more patient and kind back to them, and perhaps a fight might not even happen. If you yell at your kids, let's say you do kind of let it go and you don't make a good choice, God will remind you that he loves you no matter what and that he's patient with you. So he becomes present for you in the moment, even when you're making choices you wish you didn't. Let's say you drink that drink that you wish you wouldn't have or step forward with that addictive behavior that you don't like. He will now be in it with you, talking to you and showing you something new and something different. So perhaps the drink doesn't taste as good or the addiction doesn't satisfy what it used to satisfy. Slowly, the Holy Spirit starts to move and talk to you in a different way but you first had to pray and then you had to move. Let's say you move forward in isolation. God's voice is going to be there telling you that he loves you and he wants you to open up to someone. You will have more patience and peace because you asked the Holy Spirit in and gave all your worries to Jesus. Some worries may actually start to build up again, but the peace that surpasses all understanding has taken over And so there's a little bit less. So maybe your worry was at a 10. Now it's at an 8. Or maybe it's at a 6. So there is a change. God started to move. Now what we want to do is thank the Lord for what he is doing or what he's about to do. We say, God, we give you all the glory for what you are doing. We thank you for taking anxiety away and keeping it away. We praise your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Now I want you to do what we just did today in this episode on your own. If you anticipate something where anxiety might want to show up, pray, do what we just did. Watch how the situation is then different. It may not be perfect, but it will be different. Then if you pray again the next time and the time after that, more and more changes start to happen. The biggest thing that changes is not your situation, but it's you. It's how you respond because you become more like Jesus, okay? The power of the cross is starting to work in you and you're letting everything go and inviting Jesus in to make his way in you. So I pray for God's grace over you. As you pray, I bind up the spirit of fear and the spirit of anxiety right now in the name of Jesus. And I speak to that fear and I say you are not allowed back into the listener. Stay away from them in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I ask that you come and fill the listener with your peace and your glory. Fill them up with your love. Matthew 11, 29-30 says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Teach us, Lord. Teach the listeners. Fill them up.
I pray that you carry them throughout this week. Remind them to pray and bring them to peace. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.